Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Debt, I want to talk about dreams, and I want to talk about doing, right? I am known in, in the business realm when I am coaching clients, talking about the identity piece, the being 
brand and then business. And so to even speak to the last part of that, the doing, people get, especially in a Christian mindset, um, they can get hostile actually towards this idea. Like you don't have to do, you don't have to chase, you don't have to run, you don't have to hustle, you don't have to grind. And I believe in that. I, I 100% believe in it. I actually just um, read this month one of the books that I've completed is called Grace Over Grind. I would highly, highly, highly recommend it. Um, another one that actually launched me into my business is called uh, Progress Over Perfection by Shauna Nequist. I always say her name wrong. Progress Over Perfection, both incredible resources. Read them back to back. Hold Grace Over Grind as a resource when you're feeling that sense of overwhelm. It's exactly why I launched the Joyful Entrepreneur Program, because in this industry, it's what I see most. I see overwhelm. And I do see people stuck in the doing without the association of the being. So I do want you to recognize that there is a precursor to all of these things, debt, dreams, and doing. And the precursor is identity. The precursor is the recognition of who you are, the recognition of who you serve and who actually gets to live through you when you activate. And so yesterday I was spending time in this treasured room that's every Tuesday at 7 a.m. It's Marcus and Cher's room on Kingdom Clubhouse and it's Tuesday morning testimonies. And we always like reflect around a word that he chooses. And yesterday's word was assignment. And the brothers and sisters that gather in there actually um, basically have formed this small group off of Breakfast with Champions, which I would highly encourage you all that those small groups came to the Grow for God conference last year. And then there was that tighter knit connection. And I always see it even here on stage. There's so many smaller offshoots of conversations happening, but make sure that you're in a state where you also get to process Make sure you're also in a state where you get to have that back and forth conversation. I think it's really important to consume information, but then don't we just get back on the rat wheel of consumption rather than conversation. Um, so we're in this space, we're talking about assignment and Michael Guthrie comes up with the fact that he believes the precursor to that is acceptance. And so understanding that in order to accept the assignment, in order to do the thing, in order to actually 10X your life, you have to know yourself. You have to be in the state of identity where you are confident, where you are courageous. And that's an always becoming process. That's what my book is about. Like it's this knowing that no one has actualized, no one has gotten to their pinnacle, no one, literally no one. So even the people you're scrolling, even Grant Cardone, I'll say, even Elena Cardone, who you can have this component where you're like, wow, they've made it, but they're still working on themselves. They talk about it all the time. It's this knowing that everyone who is human is imperfect. And therefore we all have sharpening that needs to be done. But in order to say yes to the assignment, you have to accept the assignment in that yes action. And I want us to recognize when we do that, there's likely debt. And I say this because of junk. I say this also because of accumulated um, facets and features and perhaps even finances that you have stored up. And there's an incredible um, resource that I call the Bible, thank you, uh, number one bestseller worldwide forever. And it has a story that I was drawn to after a friend, a client had texted me yesterday morning. He's been sick and he said that this encouraged him. And, and I am, I have an ordained minister's license, but I don't know. I think no different than a, a lot of pastors that I know. They know the word. 
but it doesn't mean that they have like a photographic memory to exactly what verse all the time. I know some of my memorized verses, but um, that's a conviction point for me in this moment to go and have more in my arsenal to be able to say, but this specific Bible verse, I think what's so cool about not actually knowing, and though I am good at memorizing, God kind of keeping secrets from me hidden in the word. So I don't have any choice but to go there and find answers. And and I think when we think about 10xing our life, this is the ultimate resource to do so. And so it brought me to 2 Kings 4, and it was talking about the widow's olive oil. And I had the opportunity to share this in a, a Peloton and Preach session yesterday, which is super fun. And I was drawn to this word influence. And 10xing your life means that eyes are looking at you. I, I don't know what you're actually looking to 10x. Maybe it is all facets of who you are, of your identity. And I think that's amazing. I think we do it action step by action step, acceptance by acceptance at a time in discernment, in that state of conviction. But ultimately, we're all looking to be influencers. And specifically in this room, we think that influencers nowadays are just referred to as the person who gets the good branding deal or partnership or has a lot of followers or a lot of likes or is on a big stage or has the thing that you maybe want, the New York Times bestseller versus just the Amazon bestseller or the, the slot on the morning show or whatever it is that you admire. There's nothing wrong with admiring, but if you are not accepting your own unique assignment, then it is just standing in this place of adoration and you're actually releasing again those coins to that person. You're just affirming them, affirming them, affirming them. And at some point, you feel less, you feel unworthy, you feel that sense of lack, even though Dr. Sean reminded us this morning that there is no lack. And so that's what happened in this story is um, this woman, she, she goes to Elisha, who is a prophet of the time, and she says, my, my husband is dead. And when he died, he, he left us a debt. He has creditors actually coming to my door to take my boys as his slaves. So I don't know if you're in debt to someone or something right now in your life, um, but I would highly encourage you to follow suit to what she did. She went to a prophet. And now with the new covenant, we don't have to go to a prophet. We can go straight to the prophet. We can go straight to heaven with our request, with our concerns, with our worries, with that overwhelm, with that overload. And we can tell God what's, what's happening, even though he sees it, even though he already knows the outcome. I believe it's very important for us to speak from our lips, our needs. We are such a society where we never ask for help. And sometimes getting out of debt whatever it looks like, money or not, in order to 10X your life, you need to look around and you need to say, I need help. You need to wave that white flag and you need to lean on resources that have gone before you, who have an expertise that you don't know and who will help construct that assignment and help you extract with clarity what it is that you're called to do. There's so much behind this story and I'm so amazed by how it was constructed. So make sure you go check out Second Kings 4 today, even if you're Googling it and you're not necessarily opening a Bible. Um, if you don't have a Bible, I would love to send you one. So feel free to uh, tag that in your comments when you send me an Instagram later. I would love to, to do that and expand the kingdom, right? Provide a resource um, so that you can exchange what is heavy and for something light. So she goes on after telling the prophet about this and she says, 
um, you know, I have two boys and they're trying to be taken for slaves because my husband has debt. And this is an interesting thing is that our debt can become somebody else's debt, right? When you're married, your debt becomes somebody else's debt. When you have children, your debt becomes somebody else's debt. And so this is why identity, this is why being, this is why recognizing your debt is so Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day incredibly critical and that has to be the first thing that you step foot into demolishing diminishing demolishing is that a word diminishing right making it go away clearing the debt and so elisha says how can i help you someone's there they want to help you too but you have to ask them tell me what do you have in your house how accurate is this to our conversation he says what do you have in your house And she says, because she's already diminished so much, she's already lost so much. Your servant has nothing there at all. She said, except a small jar of olive oil. What if all we had was our most prized, treasured, necessary oils? Elisha said, go around and ask all of your neighbors for empty jars. Again, going back to asking for help. Ask all your neighbors. Don't leave one of them out. Ask all of your neighbors for empty jars. Don't just ask a few. It says this in the Bible. Don't just ask a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. This is a very key element because she has now accepted the assignment as it's being given to her to address the debt. But he says to do it in quiet. He says to do it in secret. He's going to show off there's going to be a miracle and it's going to happen when no one else is watching as common day influencers everything is happening in the limelight right everything is broadcasted everything is shared it's not always and i i want to give people credit it's not always a look at me concept i am constantly saying look at god look at what he did look at where he's brought me And I think that there's a nobility to that. And I think that there's a humility to that. And so for those of you who do broadcast your life, similar to how I do, know that there can be that state of integrity, which is what we talked about in the room yesterday here. Integrity associated to your influence is fundamental, foundational. So be mindful of that. But it says to go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. So there's going to be a testimony and it's not just going to be yours. The people that you're asked to close inside, maybe it's your business coach. Maybe you're in a season of growing. Maybe it's your financial advisor and you're in a season of letting go and paying off those debts. Maybe it's your therapist and you're in a season of healing your marriage right now. And so it's not broadcasted to the world. I've done all of those things. And it was a miracle season. And I stand to tell you about it today. And I'm so grateful for that. So miracles are happening every day and oftentimes they're happening in quiet, but there are definitely the ones that happen in front of the multitudes as well. It says to pour oil into all the jars and as each is filled, put it to one side. 
She left him and she shut the door behind her and her sons. And they brought the jars to her and she kept pouring. She kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, bring me another one. But he replied, there is not a jar left. And then the oil stopped flowing. She went and told the man of God and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what is left. So I breeze by a specific verse and I want to bring fresh light to it because it's something we don't often hear about. And it was something that was just illuminated to me yesterday. And this is why it's such a treasure to not be able to recite and not have a photographic memory to every scripture because I see something different in different seasons. And I admire her faith and I admire their boldness and I love that they followed suit and they went into the dark. But what I didn't notice before is that somebody else on assignment actually inhibited her from consistent influence. Influence? Are you wondering where does influence come up in the widow's olive oil story? Influence, the original word, the etymology of the word is to flow, is to be in flow. And so here we are, a bunch of imperfect humans trying to figure it all out, trying to figure it all out. And in that process, we have influence. And yet we forget that we also fundamentally, foundationally, etymology of the word, you have to be aligned to have flow. And so what is flowing out of you? Is it helping other people or is it just dumping into a waste-filled pond? Is it just dumping into the dumpster? Or are you allowing the things that you're releasing to flow in as blessings to other people? As you end your debts, are you actually doing so not just in the physical, not just in the fiscal, not just in the financial, but you're doing so in the relational realm? Are you creating influence based in forgiveness? Are you creating influence based in love and mercy and kindness and joy? All the fruits of the spirit. So what happens is because someone doesn't believe enough or beyond, one of her sons says, there is not a jar left. So in his physical eye, he sees no more. But in order to 10X your life, you have to have big, lofty dreams debt, dreams, doing. That's what we're talking about today. You have to have big, lofty dreams, even dreams that you've not yet seen come to fruition. And I know every single one of you in this room can share with me in that call, that cry to God. God, I know there's more. And this woman, she had so much faith. She was in such flow watching the miracle unfold before her as she poured oil bottle after oil bottle after oil bottle. She was sure there is more. She didn't even say, hey, is there another one? She said, bring me another one. She was confident that if there was another one brought, it would be filled because the flow was still active. The influence was still there. But he replied, there is not a jar left. Who in your life has told you there's no more jars? Who in your life has said there's not enough? Who in your life says you are not enough? Only then did the oil stop flowing. Only then. And even though she had more than enough to take care of her and her sons for life, and I know there are legacy builders in this space, and we are so conscientious of the legacy of our children. But what about 
everyone our children touches? What about everyone you still have to touch in your life right now? What about your children's children's children? What about the generations that are crying out? What about the children that are being sex trafficked right now? What about all of the people who are struggling in your work environment right now? What if you had enough oil to pass to everyone? What if your legacy begins today and doesn't just end with your children? What if it extends to people you'll never meet? What if their influence is then connected to the same God that you serve, the one that you love, the one that is plentiful, the one that never runs out, the one that chases you recklessly without abandon until you recognize the great call, the great purpose on your life? What are you doing with those dreams? I know it's evoking in your spirit right now that there is something more that you want. It takes understanding your assignment, as did the widow in this story. She understood the assignment. She took the first step. She accepted the assignment. She went to pay off the debtors. She kept dreaming for more. And ultimately, she landed with the first dream. The first dream was to pay off the creditor so she could keep her boys. He answered that call. And instead of just doing it momentarily, he did it for a lifetime. But my doing, my being, my identity says that there's more. The story actually says that there's more, but the flow stopped. And so are you seeking influence from an aligned space that is allowing you to be the stream in which other people can create their own sense of influence in their life? Are you hydration? Are you filtration? Are you helping them actually go from that stagnant pond to the ever flowing water to create a tributary? You are a filter. To create a tributary from what was once dead in your life, God is that flowing water. He, Jesus, is the ultimate influencer. We look to social media, we look to the media, we look to the tabloids, we look to the books, we look to the stages. And I'm not saying those people aren't worthy of that influence, they are. But are they aligned is the question. And so even thinking through things that might've happened on stage this past weekend, right? We think of Will and Chris and we're wrestling in our spirit, who's right, who's wrong, what's right, what's wrong? We're all imperfect. We all have opportunity. And yet we're all on assignment. And our integrity aligned to our actions is the doing. That's the doing of this conversation of debt, dreams, and doing. Because the precursor, again, is being. In order to do, in order to act, you have to know who are you acting on behalf and who are you to be so bold and to be so brave and to be so worthy. Oh yeah, you're a child of God. Oh yeah, you're a daughter of the King. Oh yeah, you're a son of the Most High God. You are righteous. You are called, you are worthy. There is nothing, you are limitless. You are not 10X, you're a hundred X, you're a thousand X. We serve a God that multiplies. He doesn't want everything that you're dreaming of to go to the wayside. He wants to 10X, a hundred X, a thousand X it. I wanna see it happen. And I want you in the process to be around the people that you're asking for help consistently. Don't ever get to a place of influence that you think you can do it on your own. 
I've done that so much so that I kicked people that I love out of that influence, literally took people off of contracts that were given to me. And those were blessings at the time, but I was not aligned. And therefore my integrity was in question. And I spent years developing that. It was not an overnight, even when I met Jesus, I didn't feel in that moment that I was worthy. I didn't feel in that moment that I had integrity. Day by day by day, I said yes to the greater assignment. I accepted the assignment. I'm encouraging you to do the same. Marcus, I see you flash and brother, and you were the curator of this word and curator of this message today even. I would love, well, God was the curator, but you evoked something in my spirit. So thank you for being an influencer in my life. Would you like to tack on to maybe some of the things we shared yesterday in the morning room? Well, thank you so much for that, Tamara. I just wanna go, woo, you know, I'm on fire. I'm, I'm about to go for a run and thank you for that. And I had no idea you were gonna continue the conversation from yesterday. Uh, really, you know, I just want to <laughs> state the verse that came to me yesterday that I wasn't even familiar with until it came to us. Uh, and it's about our assignment and influence and the influence we have on others. We're, we're in this room for a reason. We're surrounding ourselves with champions for a reason. And I love what you were talking about, the, the things that we put in to ourselves, you know, those, those things that are around us. It's influencing us regardless of whether it's positive or negative. So being here together in this positive space is massive. And the verse that came to me that now is one of my favorite verses that I don't recall ever seeing is Psalm 139, 15, 16, which I read yesterday. And it says, your divine assignment is the progressive unraveling and attainment of your primary calling in life. It is blessing the world with the worth and quality of your personhood and attracting others to follow your inspiration. Bam, right? That's exactly what you were mm -hmm. talking about. So that's so really all I had to say. Your segment was fire. Uh, Dr. Sean's segment was fire. I love you all and thank you for this opportunity to speak. I'm done for now. Thanks Peace. so much, Marcus. Will you send me that quote? Text me. That was so good. I will. I wanted to take note of one thing before we finish here, because I think opening the floor might get a little bananas in the last two minutes. Um, I, last week, I, I had something drop in my spirit I was, I was sharing. And I, it came out of left field and I was sitting in the bathroom at 2.30 in the morning in the LA in a robe. I'm still in a robe, but luckily I'm on the East Coast, so I'm a bit more alive today. And I didn't know why it was dropped in my spirit. And yet I said it anyway in the space. And I'm not going to repeat what it was, not as a plug to the Breakfast of Champions podcast, because you can go listen to it if you'd love. We'd love to have you do that. Um, but the person reached out to me. I see that they're in the room and I just wanna call out to them their boldness, their braveness, their courage, and their influence. And the fact that we in our imperfections have an ability to lay it down and to pick up something else that's so good, to pick fresh oil is a, a, a beautiful gift of the kingdom that we can actually thrive, not just survive here on earth, but it takes our white flag moments, it takes our surrendered moments, it takes our, our acceptance of the assignment in order for us to have even greater influence and to step into the entirety of the promise. And so I just honor that person. Thank you for being here again today. And I pray that you are blessed, every single one of you. I pray that you are blessed abundantly, 100x, 1,000x um, by our God who, who multiplies all your dreams. Thank you for this. Love you guys so much. Thank you.
Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.